while I was waiting for you, I was uh, watching your YouTube videos. Yeah. So I was checking out your uh, the uh, this one. I'm actually uh, I'm actually a musician. You know, I play guitar. Okay. So well, it was it was one of your drum your drum rhythms your your emotional drum rhythms, and I was just sitting here playing while you were drumming. So it was it was actually and it's funny because I was thinking about that because I know that your whole focus is is um, emotional support through music, and and I actually felt good playing the guitar <laughs> while you were drumming. <laughs> <It was Yeah. laughs> Why, well, hello there, my family and friends, my family that are friends and my friends that are family. I love that uh, people spend the time to look up this show and listen to this show. And I don't get a lot of feedback but I do get the occasional and I really appreciate the occasional feedback. Uh, feel free to message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our social media pages at anchor.fm slash TBD dash podcast, or you can email me directly at TBD APC TBD APC at gmail.com. But uh, I'm your host, Eddie, and this is episode 38 with Jorge Achoa and his tambo rhythms. Uh, this guy, man, he is such a bright light. Um, I don't do video, but I got to do a video conference with him when I recorded this. Most of my podcasts are done via video conferencing. And uh, he is such a uplifting spirit. Um, he's very community-focused. You can find all of his information in the show notes. Definitely look at what he has going on, especially if you're in the San Antonio area in Texas. He's working with community centers out there. He's an occupational therapist. Uh, he's just an all around good guy, just a positive light. And he brings uh, positivity and peace through music, which is awesome. So um, lead you guys right into it right after these sponsors. Hello, my fellow humans, my human fellas. Have you ever been interested in possibly doing real estate or becoming a real estate investor yourself? Maybe you doing a fix and flip or you have a property you want to sell. If you're in the Denver, Colorado area, you can contact Tim Holly at timholly.jparmodernre.com or text TBD to 720-664-4205. That's TBD to 720-664-4205. Yeah, it's amazing what it can do with some people. I have a friend of mine that I actually sent her the link for the where I was drumming. Uh, and um, while she was talking to me, she was playing that in the background. And she was saying that she was getting sleepy. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is what it's supposed to do anyway. It's supposed to make you calm. So yeah. um, you can play along to it or you could just like sip laid back and just played and then and relax uh, and yeah yeah i like that yeah. that's that's really cool so this is jorge how do you say your last name ochoa ochoa and ochoa. uh 
He is a. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and okay. uh, tell everybody what you do and uh, who you are. Okay. Well, um, I am an occupational therapist and group drumming facilitator um, here in San Antonio, T- Texas, and the name of my company is called T- Tambo Rhythms. And so, what I do with the, with that is I use um, drums and percussion, um, whether you have previous ex- musical experience or not, uh, for all a- ages. And I use it in order to build um, and support health and wellness as well as uh, social emotional skills. So ba- ba- basically my whole thing, my whole, um, you could say my my theme really is to help um, people of all ages live a, a functional life, so to speak, you know, uh, using ri- rhythm. So, uh, yeah, so that's ba- basically what I've been doing um, since the com- I started my company back in 2008. Um, yeah, yeah. I work, I work primarily as a, um, uh, a school-based therapist, uh, with, uh, uh, students that have special needs. So, but that's not solely the population that I, I work with. I, I work with, with all ages and groups and, and, um, um, whether, um, you have a special need or not, um, whether, um, you have a mental illness or not, um, you know, it's for everybody, you know, so. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's, it's, um, I do a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I drive for a living. That's my, okay. my, my day job. So I actually, um, I work nights. So I, I just, I actually caught a nap in and then made sure to get up in time for the, for the appointment. <laughs> so, was, but right. it's, uh, the, a lot of what I do when I'm driving is I listen to podcasts and there was somebody that was talking about music being a form of, of like a love language to be able to communicate with people. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that with, with what you were saying, because the, I think a lot of people and, and you can, I don't know, you said you're San Antonio. Correct. San Antonio, Texas. Yes. Yeah. So I know like when you get within, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the hustle and bustle of cities or, or if it's just the, uh, the busyness of it. But I think a lot of people, it seems like a lot, more people deal with a lot higher stress levels and anxiety for sure. than you would in, in more of a rural community. From what I've noticed anyway, I came from uh, uh, Denver, Colorado, and now I live closer to the Utah border. It's more rural, but I came out here because of, of work mm-hmm. back actually mm-hmm. in 2008 is when I, mm-hmm. when I did that. And then uh, I fell in love with this side of the state. And, uh, but one thing that, that was really strange to me is when I lived in Colorado or in Denver, I had a, uh, a group of friends. We were all into music. We'd get together on the weekends and play guitar and sing songs and write music, you know, and it, mm-hmm. we were never like a, a band, but mm-hmm. we would actually engage and have, we had our own community, you know? Right. And, and I noticed when I came over here, it was just me and my, my uh, immediate family. So me, my wife and my kids, and I lost a lot of that connection, that music community that I had in the city, which mm-hmm. I'm starting to make those connections now that I have more free time. I used to be oil filled, so it was mm-hmm. ridiculous amounts of hours. Right. But now right. that I have a lot more free time, I think uh, when you're bringing in people to have these these uh, community efforts, is that mm-hmm. something that that you try to – I know you said with schools – do you do like uh, uh, community center events or anything like that too? 
Yes, yes, I do. As a ma matter of fact, um, of course, within the past year, because of the pandemic, you know, a lot, of, you know, everything shut down for all of us. Right. But um, the the com the community events are actually starting up uh, in in May. Excellent. So, um, yeah, so in May we're starting um, to do. Uh, um, I'm basically um, the first of the m first Saturday of the month. There is a a community drum circle that I'm starting again. Uh, so that is like for an hour and a half. And then um, we have a performing arts center here in town too. And they're going to be doing something with me every month for a couple of of. Uh, well, for a few months, we're going to be doing something for the co for the community as well. So hope you know. So for sure, it is something that is open to all um, to Excellent. come to. So so it's yeah, good we'll to get back to get... In, in, into that. It's good to get back into that because it's been a long time. I mean, um, vir virtual is is I know it's opened up a lot of opportunities when it comes to connecting with people, but when it comes to the whole idea of of group drumming and and the connection that you can get through that, you just you just can't get it through a virtual means uh, as well as you can when you're doing it in person, you know. Right, so, yeah. But, I could yeah. I could definitely see that because there's definitely uh I I always kind of say like um I'm I'm a pretty pragmatic person when it comes to uh -huh. like um you know energy and your soul and all that kind of stuff like uh I, I I your consciousness those are all kind of the same intertwining thing that that connect us but I think there's definitely something there when you're with a group of people and you're participating mm -hmm. in a rhythm or participating in a song there's there's a deeper connection I think with the people that are around you. Um, yes, yes, I, I do agree with that. I do think and and I and I think that that um, um because of what I do, it is for it is not solely f it is not really about music performance and it's not a music class. So you do not have to be a musician. So it's an avenue where people can can come together and they can express themselves through rhythm without having, or at least I try to develop an atmosphere where they don't have to be so concerned about their performance, but more more just concerned about letting go, self-expression, um, having a good time, releasing stress, uh, be, being able to connect with uh, uh, the friends, the family, family new people you know and um it de definitely can foster uh feelings of belonging and acceptance you know and i think we need that more than than ever um not just um within the pandemic which you know many of us are cut off from each other which i know is really um um not helping our men our mental health during this time you know being away from each other because we're not made to be you know, on, on our own, we're we're, right. we're we're really not. Um, but um, just um, bringing a uh, a feeling of connection back is what I I'm I'm hoping to reestablish. You know, and and just being in the mo moment, um, enjoying where where you're at, uh, meeting new pe new people. You know, and just um, helping folks just to do something. Um, healthy something healthy and something as well that um because you had mentioned something about the hustle and and the the bustle of of where you used to live and now and 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 i know exactly how that's like because i used to work in in new york city 
Okay, so oh, I, I, yeah, I, I used to live up north in, in, in the Bronx. I used to live in New Jersey, and I worked in New York City. I completely understand that lifestyle. Okay, now I live in a pretty nice sized city, but not to be compared to New, New oh, York. Yeah. <laughs> so this to me is is calmer. Yeah, you know, but you know, but even even with that, yes, people are going day to day, running, stressed out. Um, um, it seems like the more that we have, the more we're stressed, you know, and and social media, it's great, but I think it's also increased stress at, at the same time, you know. So um, this is just a way to kind of, uh, with the drumming, a way to like di- disconnect from all that and just um, just be with folks, enjoy your time, enjoy the rhythm, release and let go and relax, so. Yeah. Right. It's it's almost uh it sounds almost like a meditative practice. Like you're 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 kind of just trying to focus on that moment. Yes. And and exactly. just yeah. and yeah, and just kind of let go. Like I I I I I think that's a huge benefit for well, number one, the pandemic, let alone city yeah. life and then yeah. the pandemic. How do you uh, plan to approach like because like Obviously, I've seen a few studies that have kind of gone around with the the people dealing with uh, kind of like a post-COVID stress, you know, like mm-hmm. they've had to deal with not being around or if it, depending on, you know, how what to what level they took their quarantine and, and you know, right. stop dealing with people. I mean, yeah. is there something that you got you have incorporated to try to reintroduce this or is well, it? Just well, for sure, it's it's going to be different. So this is going to be something new for me now. Uh, when we go back in per in person, now, of course, um, as of now, even though we are going to go back starting next month, um, there's still going to be um, um, where pe- people are still going to have to wear their masks. You you know, so um, it's a slow in- integration back in into things. Um, it's um, there's more um, where um, there's going to be a limit to the amount of people that can be involved, you know, uh, as compared to, you know, just come on by and everything. No, I have to limit right. the amount of size and everything. So we're still going to try try to have some some type of um, say safety, safety, you know, precautions in, involved. So um, this is going to be something new and different for me as well, you know, because I haven't. Um, um, really, uh, I've been doing some drumming during, during this time in person, but I'm actually going into, um, um, I've done it at, um, like an autism treatment center, uh, and I have been going into some homes and doing it, but, um, it's been in the homes, of course, it's a smaller scale because it's just the the family. So you might have maybe a four, four to five people there so you know and so they're fine with each other you know you know so i i go in though but i'm still wearing my my mask and oh yeah <laughs> and, and so and so forth but they, they they don't have to wear their mask or anything so um but i'm curious to see how this will um um if maybe uh for the people who are ready i i i should say you know that feel com- comfortable now when it comes to being around others you know um I'm curious to see as well how this this will turn turn out because this is something new for all of us, right. you know. So right. yeah, so this will be a new a- a- adventure, so to speak, a uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, post COVID or I don't know, uh, you know, ad- 
at a adventure because I know we're still in it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as yeah. it was, but um, um, we still have to be care- careful with it. So yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. So how did you? So what? What started you on? Uh, well, I guess let's start with what got you into drumming. Okay. First. So, so what yeah. was that? So uh, really, my drumming history really started back in high school. The 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 marching band, you know. Well, really, even before then, because in middle school, I was just playing and hitting on books. Okay, <laughs> so that that that's basically how you know that's kind of like where it infor- informally started. But then, um, in high school, I joined the the marching band in high school, and then um, after high school is actually when I bought my drum set and I started playing drums. Uh, so. Uh, that was uh, back in maybe 1989, you know, so that was a while ago. And so, um, but, uh, so I had always been a drum set player uh, more than, uh, um, and I really wasn't into or had experience with hand drumming. But I remember, um, so I became an uh, occupational therapist um, in 2001. And again, it took me some years around... I would say somewhere around 2006, 2007, I was looking up drumming on the in- internet and not particularly what I'm doing now, but just drumming just to see what was out there. And then I, that's how I came across the world of hand drumming and drum circles and therapeutic drumming. And I thought, wow, this is so neat. You know, you get people um, that may not have any any pre- previous ex- um, um, ex- experience and then you can all join join in and just have a, a good time as a group and 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 I wanted to um play with folks, you know, but I didn't want to be in a band. You know, mm-hmm. so so I was like, you know, you know, this really, really seems neat, you know. So I started to do my re- my research and then I found this pro- program at the time that's called the Rhythmic Arts Project. And that really was a was a springboard for me um, being able to incorporate um, drumming with those that have special needs, you know, because that's basically what I do. I work with those um, in, in the schools that that are in in, in special education. And so I went to my director and I asked her to buy me the the drums and the curriculum, and she agreed. And so then I started going to the special ed cl- classrooms every week and started playing with with the kids there, you know. Okay. And then so um, that's how. And then I also um, I heard uh, I found a per, a program because being from a science ba- background, I was all, also in. I like I wanted. I found the research that was behind it, that that was uh, supporting, you know, okay, exactly what drumming can do and group drumming and so forth. So um, I got trained in a in a program by um, the Remo com- company. I'm I'm not sure if, if you've heard, heard of them before, but no, Remo, I can't say. I have. Okay, okay. So the Remo Drum com- Company, and they have uh, uh, research based. Pro program they developed called the the um, Health Rhythms Group Empowerment Drumming. So I got um, trained in that, and and um, so and that pro program has been shown in studies to boost the immune system, um, to decrease stress and burnout, as well as to improve mood, mood states. So hmm. um, so I was like, okay, this is cool. So I got um, trained in that. I and then. That was towards late. Um, that was a- actually um, in October, November of two thousand and eight. 
I remember. And then in in December of 2008 is when I officially started tambo rhythms. Ah, okay. Yeah, and so wow. that's what I've been doing then. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I have a a friend that uh, I don't think he subscribes to the science, but he actually has regular gatherings, probably maybe like once or twice a year, okay. where he brings mm-hmm. everybody over and he has them bring their drums over. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got if you've got any type of drum, he's like just bring it over. He goes, uh, I have a, I have like five or six different drums, and they just all get together and they sit and you know have a couple drinks and just get in a drum circle and. And just kind of play rhythms with them, you know, while they're in that little little that little group. But right. he, every time, it's always like this. I think it's almost like an ingrained, uh, like a like a data type in our DNA from our tribal days. You know, when when we were all in tribes scattered around, and because <clears throat> that's very classical um, community effort. You know, they you get around. If you look at like all the native tribes around the world, they still do a lot of the music. That you look at the like in South America, they've got that. Uh, I, I, it's a, it's like a weird. It's only got one string on it, but it's it's a. They you see you see it in Brazil a lot. It's got a big mm. ball on the bottom, and it's got a big arch, and mm. then one string comes on, and they just beat on that to, for a rhythm. Oh. Yeah, okay. and it's. I'll, I'll send you a, a link. It's it's yeah. really cool, but oh, there's it. yeah, yeah. It's it's there's so many rhythmic things i think tied to human nature and human culture that that helps us uh yeah. maybe even i think it's like, been around for, it's been around for so long i oh, mean yeah i mean even like um i mean as far as as far as i know as far as i've seen i think every culture has some type of percussion or drum instrument you you know that you can go go back to you know even even from th- thousands of year, years ago you know so i just think um um that yes um it's it's it, it, it's a great way like how you you said for people um you know as a as a community to come together you, you know it's just um um so i just think it's been around for so so long but i i think that that the fear that a lot, a lot of people have is that you know they might go into it saying well i'm not a drummer or or but it's not about that you know what what i'm doing it's not about you being a, dr- a drummer it, it it's about you being being part of a team part of a group being able to share share your yourself with the rest of us and being com- comfortable expressing your yourself and and you had said this um just a while back that it is a form of communication as well you know drumming is a form of uh, because um you don't you might feel a certain way you might want to share something but but maybe you don't want to use any words you don't want to talk about it and that and that's okay to do you know and that's one of the things that especially that's incorporated in the um in the health rhythms group group drumming that that, that i do the 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 research based one you know cuz that in, incorporates um um, drumming with um, non-ver- non-verbal expression, as well as um, um, being able to talk talk about things. So you know, but again, it's just one of those things where it's it's your it's your choice, right? You know, if you want to talk about it, great. If you don't, that's great too. You know, because sometimes people just don't want to talk, but they want to play it out. That physical action of, you know, of, like you said, if, if they've got, they don't know how to express it. Mm. I mean, 
you, you said this is pretty new, but I guess if you ever dealt with somebody who is like, just got this pent up aggression, that's just beating on the drum. Like, Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you two, two stories. Okay. So <laughs> I was doing a community drum circle a while back at a place that was called Chase house for people that had an acquired and traumatic brain injury, but the, the circle itself was open to everyone. Well, this particular young, uh, young man, he said, um, that when you're angry, beating on a drum, and this is somebody that had gone, that had, um, uh, I, I, I believe he, he was born with, with, um, with a, a, an acquired brain in, 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 you know, an injury that, um, he said that is better to beat on a drum than it is to beat on somebody else. I mean, those, those, <laughs> those were his own words. Okay. So right. <laughs> I, 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 you know, and dealing with, with the ang- with the anger that, that he may feel at times. And then I remember once, which is kind of, um, it was interesting. It was funny. It, it, it was, it caught me off guard, but I was like, Hmm, I guess, you know, people have different ways of, of expressing them themselves for, for sure. So, I was doing health rhythms and there was actually a counselor that was in the group. And so I asked a question about how you feel about something. And again, the option I believe that at the time was, you know, um, was to show us or play it, play how you feel when you, I don't know if it was, you know, when you feel overwhelmed or when you're stressed out, how do you feel, you know? And so she took my two sticks, which were a claves, two sticks that you hit together. This counselor took the two sticks and she threw them across the room. Oof. Yes. So <laughs> when you ask people, how do you feel? <laughs> okay. I yeah, they're going to let that, you know. Huh? <laughs> that that was a thousand. I mean, that that said it all. You know, she threw it across. So um, it's interesting. On um, I've never had anybody do that since then, but it was just interesting to me that it was actually a counselor who did that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm? yeah. So yeah. I, there's yeah. definitely that's that's cool that there. I mean, I know you you kind of mentioned and and you can you can kind of talk about this a little bit, but you said you deal with some PTSD and some other um, me my, myself yeah or do you just yeah, deal with i other? have no i okay so me i have anxiety i i deal with um depression anxiety o- ocd and i stutter as well so kind of that those are my issues so to speak <laughs> you know so um but but i have um but i have worked with different types of groups um even even some like support groups that um i've worked with one support Really, I think two no two support groups here in town that um, um, have some type of mental Ill, illness. Um, um, one is a, a, a bipolar and support group that I've drummed for about a bipolar and depression support group that I work for. You know, I've also done some drumming for the Nat, for Nat, NAMI, the Nat National Alliance on on Mental Illness. You, you know, so. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's one of the, the kind of like, um, um, that's one of the, the special groups in my heart, so to speak, because I understand it. Cause I deal with it. Right. You know, with um, my own chat. Is that, so did you find, I know like a lot of people find therapy through, um, 
kind of through through journeying through their own experiences, you know, going through their own life struggles, you find the things that we use to cope with. Mm-hmm. Um, when you gravitated towards music, mm-hmm. was it like an instantaneous release for you? Like you knew it helped you so much that you knew it was going to help other people too? Or I did not at first put the connection together. It was, it was serious. I did not at first, you know. Um I just know that, um, um, you know, me behind a drum set or um, behind drums, once I start jamming out, um, you know, you kind of get lost in your own world. You know, it's kind of it's it's kind of an, an escape. And at the same time, you know, as you're playing, you are just um, when it comes to yeah. And I'm not thinking ab- about this, and and but it, it was really brought to my a- attention because somebody had a- asked me not too lo- long ago. Another another o- OT, another therapist that had me, um, she, that ha- had me on on her show. Um, uh, she was saying she she was asking me kind of like how, um, you know, so you're telling me how the drumming helps other pe- people. But George, tell me, how does the drumming help you? And you know, after all these years, I never really sat down and thought about it. I just knew that it helped me, but <laughs> but I never really was like, uh, what? Well, and and I feel that for me, when I drum, um, like how I said before, it help it helps to ground me. It helps to keep me in the mo- moment in in this particular space and time. I'm not thinking so much about what just happened or what's going to happen but my mind is is kind of like in the zone at that particular time and of course after so long of drumming and just going at it you know then your body starts to release an endorphins you know the those those feel feel good you know you know chemicals that we have you know and and endorphins could give us that natural high you know, so of course, you know, all that plays into it. But of course, when I'm just jamming out, I'm not thinking about, okay, so I'm playing right now. Okay. And my endorphins are going to be released and, and how many minutes, you know, you know, but then when, when, when you really think, think about it is like, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that's go, going on with that, you know, and it's, and it's just an awesome um, stress reliever. Like the, right when I'm done playing drums, you know, for that I don't know. It could be a, a, a few, a, a few, uh, the the hours that go by just right after it. Um, um, it's just like a feeling of just calming, you know, peace and just, you know, you, you just feel re- relaxed, you know? And yeah. so, and so, yes, I think that that, that's how, that's how it's helped, helped me, you know? So, um, and I don't, and I don't sit there and try to, overthink how it's thinking how it's helping me because <laughs> like how i said i never thought about it all these years until when some uh, somebody uh, asked another, you. <laughs> another therapist she asked me about it you know but right. um, and then the same thing you know behind the drum set too you know and I'm, I'm just in in my zone you know so yeah that's uh that's funny i i ha- i do another show outside of this one um it's a it's a philosophy um podcast mm-hmm. and the the co-host that i have on there that's all that guy does is 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 think about how he thinks, like you know why he does certain things, and it's so strange to me when when we start talking because I'm like, 
you know, I, I he'll ask me a question. It's like, I've never thought to look at it that way before. And it really makes you get an introspective look on how you approach other things, you know, because it's like, I never thought that I would do it this way because this is what's going on in my brain, yeah, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. And but, I overthink everything because with OCD, yeah. you, I overthink everything. But drumming is not one of the things that I've done, uh, that I've overthought. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, that's it's a weird, good... It's, yeah, weird. That's, it's weird. It's, it's just weird, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I over, overthink and try to analyze everything. But it never really came down to the dr- drumming and, and my personal experience until re- just re- recently, so... Yeah, that's cool, yeah. though, that uh, that it's such a release for you. I think uh, like I'm the same way, like uh, there's times where if I'm really frustrated or something, either writing or just playing on the guitar for a while, there's a, a couple of songs that 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 are really difficult, like they're they're complicated for me to <laughs> learn right now. But when I start playing it, I spend so much energy and, and thought process on trying to c- accomplish playing this song that it turns everything else off. You know, it just becomes a complete Zen moment yeah. and you can just focus right there. And then on on that doesn't mean your problems are going to go away, but it does help kind of rewire the brain a little bit to be refreshed to to face it again. You know? Yeah. You know, one of the things, too, that um, going back to like what what we do as uh, as uh, as occupational therapists is is that we are very interested in and in, um, in supporting people. And those things that they do that are meaningful in their life, okay? So um, so when we talk about an o- occupation, what we mean is um, those things that you do to take up your time, okay? Those things that you do that, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that occupy your time, okay? So um, play is one of the occupations that we address, Social social participation is one of the occupations that we address. So definitely within my field, you you know, within the the frame framework of what of what I do, um, play and social uh, participation, as well as health management and maintenance, you you know, rest and sleep, those are also um, what we do to occupy our time. You know, Um, those are all things that are important to us, all of us. You know, uh, the the prop the problem is that many of us we we neglect some of them at times, you know, and then it starts to affect our health, you know, because you know, as you know, if you don't get enough rest, you don't get enough sleep, that's just going to mess up everything in time, you know. Um, I th- I think that um, because of the type of society that we live in now, that um, many times we get so concerned with the the aspect of playing in regards to children but no it's not about playing for children we all need to play but we just we just have to find out what it is that we like that's meaningful to us so that we could be engaged in playing and that it gives you a more um well well well-rounded sense of of health and wellness you know especially me- especially me- mental health you know absolutely so, yeah yeah yeah, that's uh that's it's weird that uh you know as we get older it's it's almost like we lose focus of that. You know, when you're yeah, a little kid you you try to just live in the moment as a child, you know, you have I always it's every once in a while, you know, you reminisce with with friends and they're like, "What did we do?" I remember when I was um like early 20s and and I was hanging around drinking with my friends and stuff, you know, and we we're sitting there mm-hmm. like, "What did we do before 
we just sat around and drank. Like, I don't remember what we did. And we'd sit there and we'd start talking. And we're like, oh, hide and seek. Oh, tag. Oh, let's go to the, yeah. and, you know, and we take our whole little party of 20 year olds, you know, mid twenties and go out to the park and go play hide yeah. and seek or play on the jungle that? gyms, you know? <laughs> how about that? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? You know, or, or like, what did we used to do before, b- before cell phones, you know, before, oh, yeah. before Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, you know, or, or life was less stressful. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I definitely think a lot of people, they, they, kind of tied on to social media as a as a way of living life rather no than viewing rather than viewing life you know you yeah. can use it as a tool yeah. and as an asset but i think yeah. a lot of yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. have kind of made it part of their identity you know no, no, yeah for sure and 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 i think that we are losing the uh a lot of of the the social aspect of 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 living with that you know because like just the other day uh like re- recently i was um uh i've just gotten so tired of texting or being on facebook but that i just got to the point where i was like um can i call you <laughs> just to i mean this is ridiculous right. you know what i'm, I'm saying you know it's oh like, yeah really? i get it yeah. you, you know it's like I'm, I'm tired of it you know so yeah i completely get it <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, I I know a lot of people that have um, kind of backstepped into like uh, flip phones, you know, just, just, just instead of having a, a an actual phone. And I understand that phone. completely and I, and I completely <laughs> get it. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important. Like um, there's a lot of studies that go about showing how social media has caused mental, de- mental, um, not decline but it causes higher anxiety higher acts of depression you know it's and they 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 showed that specifically with especially like in our youth yeah. you know and, and a lot of the kids that have cell phones yes. and stuff like that yeah. and i i think it's it's that's why it's so important to be kind of mindful when you're looking at this stuff because especially like facebook and twitter and all these they've got algorithms built into them i don't know if you've seen social dilemma on on netflix but it kind of talks about I think these algorithms. Yeah. yeah, it's inter- it's interesting from the psychological standpoint, yeah. but it the these algorithms are based on on to get you to to interact. And so the more emotional you are when you interact with something, if you're if you're an emotionally uh, like you just want to argue with somebody or you want to be those algorithms will pinpoint when you react the most and they just mm. feed you these negative information things just to get you to react and stay on the application. So, and if you don't recognize that, that you're doing that, Oh, your, your, your anxiety is going to fly through the roof because you're constantly in fight or flight mode, you know? Wow. Yeah. 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 And then that, 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 then that becomes an addiction. Then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well then you get, yeah. You, you get the endorphins. I found myself yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, arguing with people on you know politics or whatever oh man Head, yeah any, any subject any anything <laughs> right. somebody will get offended or mad yeah on and uh so. you, you can just sit there and go back and forth and then I, I i just at one point i stopped and i caught myself and i like i i thought about it. it's like i'm not changing anybody's mind talking to them on here all right. i'm doing is i'm saying my own opinion yeah with my own and this guy is not going to ever ever agree with me so why do why waste my energy? Why waste my 
hmm. to dealing with somebody that, you know, I'd rather have a, a meaningful conversation with somebody like what we, you and I are having right now, hmm. rather than go online and find somebody to argue with, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not worth it to me. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So you're, uh, I know you got a YouTube channel. Yeah. What, um, and you have your website and I'll make sure to get all those put into the, uh, the show notes, but what kind of services do you offer? I know you got your community stuff yeah. and then you've got some events coming up. So yeah. how would people be able to follow those events? How would they be able to look them up? Do they go to your website or do you have a social media page that you use? Okay. Well, um, but for those who are not in town, you know, so basically I'm trying to do, um, right now I'm trying to do a, a, uh, a Facebook live one, oh, once okay. a week, once a week that people can play along to. So, um, and if you would like to be part of the group, just, um, I invite you to join the Tambor Rhythms Facebook group. Okay. Oh, okay. Just, but, but it's not the page. Okay. Don't, don't like the page. Um, you, you have to join the group, the Tampa rhythms group. So my, yeah. my plan, and then I, you, and then I usually will post the day before that tomorrow I will be playing at such and such a time, you know? And so, and I leave the video up there so people can always, even if they miss it, they can go back and play along to it. So, oh, excellent. you know, so yeah. And then, um, and I also can, if people want to have a vir- virtual get together with friends, family, or whatever, you know, they can um, con- contact me through through my website if they want to set something up that way, you know. So, and that way, I'm glad. Um, um, that's a good thing that's come out of the vir- of the vir- vir- virtual now because now I can e- extend the services beyond just the local a- area now, you know. So. Um, and I also do, if you are interested in doing this, um, whether you're, maybe you might be a parent, you might be a therapist, or you just want somebody, or maybe this is a new hobby you yourself want to take up. If you're interested in being a, a, a facilitator to, to actually, uh, do drum circles where you live at, you know, I also do online training as well. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it all all depends on what you 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 particularly need. Um, but I, I I try to do do things because of the the social aspect of it though. Um, besides the training, which is more of course one on one training, um, I try to do things within like a group setting. Yeah, um, you know, to work on those um, just so different people can connect with the, each other and so forth. So yeah. And then um, I think that's it. And then on on in on in Instagram, you can follow me at Tambor Rhythms on Instagram as well. So um, yeah, cool. So Tambor Rhythms on Instagram, and your yeah. your your website's what tamborrhythms.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's easy, easy enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, George. Do you go by George or Jorge? Both. Okay. <laughs> my real name is Jorge. Yeah, yeah, that's uh my my tío. Uh, my mom is from Chihuahua, okay. So I, I just my my Spanish is absolutely horrible. I could never have this conversation in Spanish, but me neither. My, no, I forgot yeah. both of my Spanish. So yeah, but that, that's yeah. the real name. But I go by both, and it doesn't bother me at all. So yeah, 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 yeah excellent, yeah. George. I, I really appreciate I appreciate the conversation. Um, I love your mind. I love your what you're doing. It's so important to to stimulate the the communities and stimulate. Thank you. 
just the the support of mental health and Thank this you. this yeah. episode will come out in may and i think awesome. that was you that brought up that it's yeah, uh, may, may, is, a- may is, men- is is mental health month so yes i'm I, i'm glad that's one of the things i'm trying to do um with myself too is try to um de destigmatize um um you know, if if you have a, a mental illness or not, because you you can have one, but to me, it's just like if you have heart disease, diabetes, and so forth. You know, it's just one of those. It's a challenge that that we all live with. I mean, not we all, but we all have some type of challenge somewhere in our life. You know, um, so just trying to help others not to be so um, shamed by it, embarrassed by it. You know. Um, so I'm being more up, up, um, and open and, and, and loud, loud, you know, louder about it, you know, that, um, it's, it, it's okay to have this, you know, um, and there are others out there that have it. And, and so there's not any, any, anything to be ashamed of, you know, so that's kind yeah, of I what think, things I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's, a, it's definitely something people need to recognize that you're not alone, when when you're dealing with depression and anxiety and and this this is a, this is a very human affliction so you know if 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 you've got issues that that something doesn't feel right or you're depressed or suicidal or or anxious or whatever those 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 feelings are inside of you mm-hmm. you're not alone no. there's always somebody that 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 can reach out to you that's yes. willing to to talk to you about it, you know, so there's, I love that you've got this uh, avenue of, of, you know, connection and uh, definitely, uh, like I said, this will air in May and I'll definitely, I'll make sure to keep in touch and and I'm going to check out your, your, your Facebook group. And then uh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Awesome. Thank uh, you for having me. I do appreciate your time as well. So thank you. so much. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I, you have a good day and uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Okay. Have a good one. Uh-huh. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Take care. Really hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I hope you enjoyed what uh, Jorge is is doing uh, within the community. Um, definitely look into his Tambo Rhythms group on Facebook. He does live events, like he was saying, and uh, those are a weekly thing. So, and he does post them on there if you just want some kind of background music. Or you need some positive vibes or something in your life. It is May. It is Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. And uh, I'm glad to have him on for my first mental health episode for this month so far. And, you know, we're in the second week of May. And mental health is a continuous thing. A big focus of one of the concepts that this podcast, this um, the TBD Network is trying to provide is people an outlet to understand life, but also be able to communicate. I want you to be able to understand, communicate the things that are happening to you or happening to people around you or happening in current events, not to be overwhelmed with the concepts of people's opinions or be weighed down by the day-to-day drudgery that most of us call life. So again, thank you so much for listening. This is, uh, it's TBD, it's a podcast thing, episode 38. And uh, look in the show notes for all of uh, Jorge's uh, links and uh, comments. And uh, definitely say hi to that guy. Make sure you let him know I sent you there if uh, you decide to to have some conversations with that guy. He's, 
Really good, good guy, really good light. Oh, and that instrument that we were talking about is called a barimbo. It's a Brazilian um, uh, percussion instrument, barimbo. You know the band Soulfly? Kind of a metal band, mid, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I think they're still around, I'm not sure if they're still around. But anyway, uh, they, uh, that, they, they used to have that instrument in their music quite a bit. But uh, the Barimbo from Brazil. All right. Hope you guys have a good week, good weekend, good afternoon, good morning, good whatever it is that you need it to be. And um, stay enlightened. Keep your hopes up. Keep your head up. And uh, see you next week.